Hello, hockey world. Welcome to episode 11 of the On Fire Park podcast, where it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Fuck Giuseppe. I'm here with my co-host, Colton. Hey, 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 everybody. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? You know, uh, we're out here uh, with you people. Uh, take me off ho- Hockey Night in Canada for saying that, but uh, it's the night of Battle of Alberta, and uh, we're going to be shitting so hard on one of those teams. I want you to take a guess about which one it's going to be. Oh, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. All right. Um, uh, we're going to just open up our notes here. Uh, shout out Chester and his door hanger. Um, so, uh, we're going to get right into the on fire segment of today's podcast. Um, number, number one for on fire this week. Um, we've got Timo Meyer, uh, with a five goal game. Cole, what do you got to say about that? First of all, Timo Meyer is your doppelganger, man. You look like Timo Meyer. Like when I had short hair for sure. Yeah, Yeah. man. You don't look like Timo Meyer anymore, but like. (laughs) I mean, a five-goal game from that guy, pretty solid. Um, he makes me even look more like him, you yeah, know, that's scoring right. five in a game. That's right. Uh, he's certainly carrying the Sharks this year. He's top of their team in goals. Um, him and Logan Couture are having a good year in San Jose, and San Jose has kind of been shocking. I mean, mm-hmm. they're right up there. I think they're in a wild, co- or wild card spot right now in the Pacific, and unbelievable yeah. man good stuff out there in san jose um you know like they've got a bunch of bearded men out there and uh like it's it's obviously working for him uh eric carlson getting a little bit out of his uh shit form that he's been the past few years uh still not back to being one of the best players in the league but he's definitely making that 11 million look at least a little bit less worse is how i would put it brent burns is doing a little bit better um I think the people that kind of stand out for me from that team have been uh, obviously Timo Meyer and Tomas Hurdle. I think both of them um, kind of this year have really been um, big parts of why they've been so good, but they weren't supposed to be. I still don't think that like they're playoff contenders. They're going to, no, even if they make playoffs, they're going to go far. It's just, they have like Timo Meyer especially had himself quite a week and like, you know, some people can't even score five goals in a season. I'm looking at you, Tyler Pitlick, with um like two points on the season, and one of them is a second um a secondary assist. Brent and Ritchie the other doesn't even have a point this year. Yeah. Jacob Markstrom and Dan Vladar have more points than Brett Ritchie. They both have one assist. Brett Ritchie is zero. You heard it here first, folks. Like that get get that bum out of here. Get these bums out of here, bro. Like you you're I, I also don't understand why like people like that are in the NHL. Like kids in the OHL would get more points than you, buddy. That's get right. out of here. Speaking of kids in the NHL, Peyton Krebs with two goals today. Local, Okotoks boy. Local Okotoks boy. Represent. So we love that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, represent Okotoks, you already know. Um, you know, got caught uh, swearing on camera at the World Juniors. We love that too. Yeah. Big, big old represent of the town because nobody else is ever going to get out of here. Anyways, um, you know, that guy just like uh, got absolutely shoveled away for um, Jack Eichel. But like I would do that trade any day of the week because it's fucking Peyton Krebs. But, you know, big shout out to the boy. Um, you know, we, we love, we love it. We love the representation, uh, but he didn't get five goals in a game. Nope. So, you know, till then, maybe you'll be on the podcast another day, Peyton, but you know, maybe if you, you know, score, score five goals in a game, we'll talk about you, but, uh, you know, you haven't even scored like, you know, three goals in a game. So I don't know. What are we even talking about here? Um, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. Um, 
I also want to talk about, um, you know, some other people that have been on fire. Uh, I, you know, we talk, it's kind of like a broken record at this point. We talk about this guy every week. Um, Ovechkin, he's on pace for a career high in points this year at 38. Very nice. (laughs) Very nice. Yes. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, like a career high in points and he's also on pace for the most, uh, goals in his career since 2008 2009 damn that's that, like 12 years ago yeah that's insane like that guy was a rookie like 16 years ago and the game has changed so much like it is and something. i've changed so much i was still pissing my pants back then that's right man you know? um yeah the game's changed so much like i mean obviously it's a lot harder game to play in in today's game than it was 16 years ago. I mean, like, it's so much faster and Mm -hmm. so much better hockey. Yeah, like, just Ovechkin's obviously not someone you think about when you think of a fast player. And, like, even though the game around him has gotten faster, he's still probably the most deadly player on a power play in the league. He sits there at the top of the left circle. In his his office. Yeah, in his office and just shoots it through the goalie. Like, there's no chance. Every time. Every time, baby. Um, uh, also, some other people that have been doing really good lately. The Florida Panthers are uh, on an 8-0-1 point streak with two nine-goal games uh, in that streak. They have outscored their opponents 54-23. to um, That's pretty disgusting. Colton, what do you got to say about that? Oh, my gosh, man. 55 to 23. Yeah, 54 to 23, man. Oof. That's insane. Nine game point streak, two They're... nine goal games in that stretch. Like, like one nine goal game in a season would be something to talk about. Two in a nine game stretch. Wow, man. That's nine, insane. Nine goals is a ton of goals. That's so much. Like, yeah. the whole team has been doing good. Um, Like, Huberto, Barkov, both of their goalies are unreal. Sam Bennett's even having a year. Like. Yeah, he's having a time, let me tell you. But they also got straight up spanked around by Calgary. <laughs> let me... Let me mention that, by the way. Yeah. Bro- broke that streak, by the way. Yeah, let's go, man. Yeah, let's go, baby. Represent the C. Absolutely. Yeah. Even uh, Sam Bennett scored against the Flames the other day. That was nice to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was. It it, it was, it was kind of nice to see. Um, you know, it's good to see that he's doing good somewhere else and never did good for us. So, yeah, thanks, Sam. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, I think you saw the hit. Uh, earlier this week, Colton uh, on Brad Richardson in the Florida game, yeah, yeah. where he got where he got lit up, um, open ice because he got his head down. Did you also see the hit by Tom Wilson? Blint, yeah, bleed yeah, or man. whatever the fuck. Like that was clean hit. Have was, your head up, buddy. Like that's what I'm saying. Like these people are skating with their head down fucking brad richardson and um anton bleed are just like skating with their heads down middle of the ice and then they come and get rocked and and like they're su- everyone's like oh suspend tom wilson no, do this do this that's a clean hit it's a clean hit it's a big hit but what i also don't like is that in today's nhl you light someone up like that and someone's gonna come chasing after you they're gonna try and drop the mitts with you that's and right. Yeah. Why should you have to answer the bell when all you did was check someone like with a big clean hit? If it's a dirty hit, I understand it's a different situation, but a clean hit that just because it's big, yeah. why do you have to drop the gloves? I mean, if that's a superstar, you gotta defend your teammate. Yeah. Um, but these are like fourth line guys, man. <laughs> yeah. Like 
it's ridiculous. Like fucking who the hell has Anton Bleed? Like what the hell is that? Like oh, Jesus, that guy that guy could never play another game in the NHL. I'd never bat an eye at it. And like I like I like Colton said, if if Connor McDavid got laid out open like that, you're gonna see Cokehead rushing over and beating the shit out of yeah. him. And then he's gonna go home and do some more Coke. Fucking egghead Cassian's gonna get right on those tracks and he's gonna come at you like a train buddy. Like he's gonna he's gonna you know, grab a line on his hand and he's gonna run it up and then he's gonna come on over to you he's he's gonna go to the bench do some more snow (laughs) yeah gonna do some lines you know (laughs) four lines for being on the fourth line and he's gonna he's gonna fuck you up because you hit connor mcdavid but like if he got laid out like the only person that's gonna care is him like no one else gives a shit like but but apparently that's what i'm saying like why do people give a shit about these people yeah, I mean, like, they're fourth liners. Like, yeah, like, just let them, let them die. Exactly. You injure a fourth liner, and then you can call up a prospect and give your prospect a shot to make an impact in the lineup. So, like, I think it's great for the game seeing these big, clean hits on fourth liners. Yeah, and I think it's great to see uh, people like these fourth liners getting injured, and I love that. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, if you're a team like Edmonton, though, you don't have anybody to call up because as soon as you draft them, they immediately hit the NHL ice with no time to develop at all. You just throw them right out there. At so. least they got Dylan Holloway, man. He seems to be... Uh, Coming up the pipe. Okotoks represent. He's our captain, baby. <laughs> he seems to be coming up the pipeline pretty well here. But let's go. He's always injury prone and uh, represent. Yeah, represent Okotoks. Okotoks always, baby. He's our captain, baby. Come on, come Him on. And Jacob Bernard Docker, man. Woo! Jacob Bernard Docker. Woo! Let's go, baby. JBD. JBD. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly Halls, baby. Dilly Halls. <laughs> Dilly Halls. Yeah, no, that that guy's sick. Definitely. I've seen that. We've seen that guy play so many games yeah, here in Okotoks. Yeah. It's insane. He's, like He went and, to our high school, too, actually. Yeah, Dilly fuck. Hall, like. And every, every I, I felt like every fucking Okotoks Oilers game that we went to, no matter what, like, he would always score. Yeah, like, you, we you, could have a shit game and he'd tell score. You could tell he was uh, very... Uh, highly touted prospect it's like watching kale mccarr on the brooks bandits you know shout out to the ajhl once again you know (laughs) whatever but you know like it's just you notice these kids who are just like so much better than everyone else and dylan holloway was definitely one of those guys his speed and his like like he was just always scoring and like making these goalies look like fools man yeah and i I hate the Oilers, but I hope uh, Dylan Holloway has success in Edmonton. I hate the Oilers, too, and uh, we're going to expand on that hate a little bit here. Oh, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, do I have some stats for you? This is about to get ri- If you're an Oilers fan... Tonight's I- game, Calgary's winning 6-3. to three. Dave Tippett's going to be gone. Ken Holland's going to be gone. You can take that to the bank, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. You know, Ken Holland, out of here. Dave Tippett, out of here, all right? Especially after these stats right here. I got some numbers to throw at you, okay? Since December 3rd, Edmonton, before tonight, as when you listen to this podcast, it's going to be after the Battle of Alberta. We're recording this before. Edmonton is 2-11-2, okay? They have won two games since December 3rd. They are last in goal differential. Woo! Goals against per game. Woo! 
Pen- penalty kill. Let's go. Save percentage. Yep. Points percentage. Cold bear. Yes, sir. <laughs> so their goal differential since December 3rd is minus 27. Their goals against per game is 4.13. Their penalty kill is 63%. Their save percentage is 0.865. And their points percentage is .200. That is ridiculously bad. Like Great goaltending, eh? Like Mike Smith. That guy's sick. Yeah, fuck all you guys who said Smith is better than Markstrom at the start of the season. You can go dye your hair. Go fucking argue with a wall, you piece of shit. Anyways, uh, they're on track to miss the playoffs for the fourth year out of McDavid's seven-year tenure. You have had the best player in the league for seven years, and you have missed, you're about to miss four of those seven years of the playoffs. Colton, what do you got to say? My absolute favorite thing last year was watching the Winnipeg Jets sweep the Oilers. Mm. Like, Mm. that's you know what? I personally think McDavid puts too much pressure on all of his teammates and he's always he he takes it too seriously like as he should. He's the best player in the NHL, but nobody else on the Oilers besides Drysdale and maybe Nuge take it to the level that McDavid does. Like you want you want to talk about someone taking it too serious. Let's talk about Colton's favorite player Nate Mack, oh who doesn't even allow his teammates to eat pasta. You're eating chickpea pasta and you're going to like it. You're not no candy for you, Kale. Put that bag of Skittles down. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fucking Nate Mack is insane, He's man. You if I catch if I smell even a little bit of chocolate in this dressing room, you're all doing lines. Even the coach. Fuck you guys, man. <laughs> yeah, no, Nate Mack's insane, man. But like I feel like Connor McDavid's kind of the same. I just I just feel like he puts too much pressure on the Oilers and like the players just don't give a yeah. crap up there. Like I mean, like, how could you care for a team when your coach is Dave Tippett and your GM's Ken Holland? Like, they're, like Ken Holland, over the offseason, like, at first, at the beginning of this season, it looked like he made the team better. But, like, Uh-oh. now we're really seeing that he made the team worse. I thought Hyman was a great signing. You know, yeah. he's having a subpar year. For um, sure. But, like... It's a good signing, if, but the rest. Right? Yeah, man. Like, they're just... They can't seem to get it done. I don't think their management is right. I don't think yeah. Ken Holland and Dave Tippett are the guys in Edmonton. Yeah, they're on a losing streak, but they're just not the guys in Edmonton, personally. You hear that, Dave and Ken? You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. <laughs> Either is Brad Trey living in Calgary, too. Like, yeah, he's that, not that guy. Calgary's not winning a cup with Brad. You're not that guy, Brad. Maybe Sutter, though. Sutter's. Oh, Sutter's uh, Brad Davies, though? He is that guy. Oh, He's yeah. that, yeah, you know. Shout out to Brad Davies and his kid. Yeah, and, and his kid. <laughs> no, yeah, shout out to that fucking guy. He's our uh, goalie that is the sole reason that we win all of our. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't win. We don't win. But we one. will win we every will single win. game in Div 3 in the winter season. Let's go. That's how the Mighty Drunks win. We get a. Prof- a former professional goaltender, and we drop down to the lowest division. Out of the jungle. Woo! Out of the jungle, babe. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking jungle, Brad. Um, yeah, like, I, I love talking shit about Edmonton, but, like, it's, it's not even, like, my hate for Edmonton. It's just, like, I got to talk about how bad you guys are because it's just, it's just that bad, right? You know what? Like, I could also see... If they beat Calgary tonight, I could see that maybe sparking up Edmonton and maybe they turn their losing streak around. Yeah. But I don't know. 
We'll see what happens. Do you think, uh, like, tonight's Battle of Alberta is going to get a little rough, Colton? Like, we know it usually does, but do you think there's going to be a little extra emotion out there with oh. uh, the way that the teams are kind of, like, like, the lack of emotion in the teams, the lack of success, you know, them being overshadowed by other people in their division? 100%, man. I, I think you're going to see a very pissed-off Edmonton Oilers team bunch of hotheads going out there and uh i think there'll be some fights for sure for sure yeah no i think it's gonna be a lot of players full of frustration and uh, that's gonna uh have a big play in the outcome of the game um last topic of the day um it's not only the oilers that have been shit um it's the philadelphia flyers as well um the philadelphia flyers before the halfway mark of the season um have had two separate 10 game losing streaks and i verified this i went back and checked and that is true and and peyton krebs lit up kind of hot tonight yeah he's lit him up like a christmas tree carter hart is i thought he was a sick goalie man but like the guy can't stop a beach ball like yeah no like especially when peyton krebs is coming down that wing and he goes absolutely top pity on you like there's not much you can do at that point right like like how's carter hart supposed to like be in the right mental state to make another save after that you know with peyton krebs just like wiring it you know top cheddar on you what do you Philly in general just made like so many off-season moves they added brian ellis rasmus ristolainen cam atkinson cam atkinson which which I thought was a great a trade. One, yeah. And uh, they got uh, Philly Dole down in Philadelphia there. And I love that nickname. Yeah, he's sick. Also, I love that. I love that, like, uh, Philly's nickname is, like, the Broad Street Bullies. You know, back in the back in the late 70s, man, those they're guys were sick. bullied. Yeah, straight year. up. Oh, yeah, they're, they they went from being the Broad Street Bullies to getting Broad Street bullied, man. Like, oh. they're getting handled out there. Yeah. It's pretty embarrassing. Hey, you know what? Maybe they'll make it three 10-game losing streaks. You just never know, Steve. You never, ever know, you know? Um... I you know obviously their goaltending is a big part of that. Um, Rasmus Ristolainen is also kind of overrated. Not gonna lie, that guy has been good for a while. Um, I think like I don't I don't understand what's wrong with their scoring. Cam Atkinson should be doing good. They got Sean Couturier. He's a bum. That guy Giroux's a bum. Overrated. Both those two players. Carter Hart's a bum. Shout out Oscar Blair. Um, you know, everyone's a bum in Philadelphia. Your fans are a bunch of bums, you know, <laughs> you know, yelling at Patty Kane. She said, no, <laughs> I remember that. It's not funny. It's not funny, guys. Okay. Uh, stop doing that. We like Patty Kane. Um, yeah, no, like I think, um, I, I, I think, you know, they have the potential to turn it around. But, you know, in the East, it's always the question of, like, if we're doing bad, is it worth it trying to get into the playoffs? Because, like, look at all the teams in their division, like Pittsburgh and New York, Carolina, yeah. uh, Washington. With the, with the East in general, like, the playoff matchups are – or the playoff teams are already set. Like, yeah. there's such a big gap from the second wild card to – ninth place it's unbelievable that's usually how it is right like you see the east like being like they're just so much better than the west every year and it really shows that in the standings um yeah so i think that's about all we got for today um we're gonna go uh, out to bps get a couple drinks you know uh bad night to be a rona if i do say so myself and uh absolutely you know we're gonna we're gonna put a couple back and we're gonna watch milan lucic uh use those hands for something that we don't call playing the piano let me tell you he's gonna he's gonna dangle snipe and sully yeah he's he's an absolute five hole assassin out there okay that guy's gonna uh, fucking light it up as steven stamkos would say 
we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> you know what else he would say? I have nipples great. You milk me? He said. <laughs> All right. Who wants some chips? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, fucking Steven Stamp goes underrated as one of the most quotable men. <laughs> you know, Eric, go look up some Steven Stamp goes quotes on YouTube if you have it. Yeah. Um, speaking of YouTube. We didn't upload last week because my camera stopped recording uh, partway through the podcast, unfortunately. Um, this one, we have someone making sure that it's recording. Shout out, Brooke. Shout out, Brooke. You know, the might, mighty drunks photographer and no other relation to anybody in the podcast. And, um, <laughs> boys, I might have just sewered myself, so we're, we're going to head off the podcast. Uh, keep an eye on YouTube for this episode. We're rocking the Blasty jersey and not the retro Lindholm jersey. I, I left it at rest. Oh, fuck, man. Um, maybe Chester can drive it down when he goes to pick up yeah, his I door so. hanger. Wait, wait, wait. What's your score prediction tonight, Brando? My score prediction is 7-0. We're getting the touchdown and the field goal, baby. Go Chiefs. We're going to win it tomorrow. We're going to go to the Super Bowl, and Calgary's going to win tonight. Let's fucking go, baby. You ready? Yeah.